welcome to the Historical Blunders Podcast with me, Nate. And I'm Drew. Yeah, sorry about the little delay. Uh, we've had some very inclement weather up here in northern Illinois. Some people lost power for several days. Yeah, and then it also didn't help that it fell on a week that I was currently moving. Yeah. So, sorry for the delay, but we're back. And uh, this week's topic? The Cold War. Cold War and the espionage that happened. The CIA is notorious for not being as smart as they should be. So we're talking about the CIA because I know nothing about yes. the topic for today. Yes. I just know it's the Cold War. I don't know anything else. Yeah, so what's kind of nice is the CIA in 1977 was the Freedom of Information Act. Yep. So we got to find out a lot of things that happened. And the shitty side of it is that the KGB, the Soviets... Mm-hmm. intelligence never had that so we don't really get to know really what they did unless we hack them we okay. need to get hand or hold of anon and they will hack them for us or anonymous i should say honestly we probably it probably wouldn't be that hard especially after our y2k episode learning of how bad uh and then everything russia was with computers Actually, anonymous did threaten to commemorate russia soon after they attacked ukraine last year going after like the power grid and everything Something, I forget. I think that's... Because, yeah. as usual, they posted a video on YouTube. Yeah. But back to the topic. But, yes, back to the fun topic of the Cold War, which was, like, two actual physical contact battles. And, yeah, there was a couple... Bay of Pigs? Bay of Pigs, and then just kind of accidentally shooting somebody. It was basically who who had the bigger package. It was nuclear threatening and everything. I mean, I know there was... Oh, what was it? Can't remember NORAC. There I was believe it is one where they had a malfunction, and it actually happened several times because they had <laughs> because they had the wrong program in. So they were doing basically like um, emergency scenario if Russia fired nukes, and they thought it was real until the last minute. Like they even got to the point of almost calling the president. Like it went up that far in the chain, and like oh no, it was just a mistake. Never mind. Never but mind. But then it, it happened again and again. I remember reading somewhere it was like one like military guy got shot by the Russians. He probably deserved it. Uh, at one point there was a, uh, during the Cold War, mm-hmm. but it was a other country not involved, was uh, North Korea. Oh, they're not involved, sure. Yeah. Uh, at one point, uh, I think it's the 37th parallels between North and South Korea. I believe you're correct. It's a parallel. Pretty it's either sure it's 37th or 47th. Ooh, it might be 47. But uh, in the middle of that, that's basically a no-man's land. Uh, pretty barren, strong with mines and everything. You are correct. Is 37? It's 38. Oh, 30. They're odd. It's 38 parallel. <laughs> Damn it. That's one off. One off. <laughs> one off. Uh, there was a giant poplar tree in the middle of it, and it was uh, basically blocking views from south side to the North Korean side so they can't watch what they're doing and stuff like that. Keep it down. Well, the Americans went out there to try chopping it down and they got attacked by North Koreans. I think a couple people got shot but eventually America went back out and just chopped it down. Because right now it's basically a barren wasteland. Right, as it should be. Yeah. Well, and it's filled with landmines, if I recall. The way, yeah it is. It's strong with mines, uh, 
I, I know they basically decimated the land there. Mm-hmm. So they could have full full vision, yep. especially from all the North Green defectors and everything. Yep. They can pop, 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 pop. They run away. Well, so the North Greens can do it to them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kill them before they spread the worm. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, back to the actual. It was basically just United States, Russia. A couple other countries here and there were like, Cuba, because Cuba was communism, Russia, they were trying to, well, the USSR wasn't even Soviet Union. No. Not yeah. Good. So, uh, it was uh, them trying to influence Cuba. Be like, hey, let's stash some missiles here. Oh, yeah. Right next close and personal to America. Sorry. But, uh, yeah, this episode we're going to dive into uh, some of the weird tactics the CIA used make fun of some of their inventions poison pens poison pens is is that actually a thing it actually was a thing uh we're going to dive into uh Fidel Castro a little bit cigars that's all we care about cigars uh he actually cared about a lot of things a lot of things you think a dictator wouldn't be like about like when you think dictators, you think someone's surrounded by like military personnel all the time, not having any fun. Nice he actually, food. Yeah, he actually did some things. Uh, he's an idiot. Uh, I don't, I don't know that. He liked his women. He really liked his women. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, we're gonna talk about uh some of the spies. Oh no. For each side, uh, some of the names are very fun and. Before or after they got caught? I'm guessing this is after they were caught. Because I not even caught, just leaked out that these people were helping. I could have sworn there have been instances where spies were caught. Oh yeah, there was uh, the movie uh, Bridge of Spies. Yes. With Tom Hanks. Yes. Uh, he, uh, yeah, that movie, based on true events. Fake. Mm-hmm. Meaning only um, they exaggerate the main bullet points. <laughs> any love interest does not exist in reality. Never. No. But uh, and if there's quite a bit of action, it probably didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna dive into some of the some of the fun names working for the Western Bloc. So these are have fun with the pronunciations. Yes. Uh, these are all spies that worked for us. Okay. They were basically KGB moles and all that. I'm going to give you some, and you can guess uh, where they're from. Uh, Alec Sander Dmitriev Organakik. Russia. Yeah. 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 What gave that away? <laughs> Are you completely demolishing that name? Uh, yeah, he was, he was just a Soviet diplomat that actually... Didn't like what they were doing? Didn't like what they were doing with leaked secrets and stuff. And uh, was part of all the big meetings and stuff. And so he would kind of be like, hey, that's the name. Let's lift this under the bridge here. Yeah. Jerry Droller. Droller? Droller. German. Yeah. He's a German CIA official. So German work for us. So ironically... We're going to dive into this a little later, too. But CIA actually uh, recruited, after World War II, uh, a lot of German scientists, spies, and all that. And 
Well, what? basically, we're not going to charge you with a war crime if you come work for us. Well, the head of NASA, when it was originally founded, it was one of the lead designers for the V-2 rocket. Yeah. Um, God, I used to know his name. Hans. No, like, I remember his last name. Barwich. Uh, but this uh, Jerry Droller, German guy, uh, was actually uh, recruiting Cubans for uh, the Bay of Pigs, which was not a fun time for us. Uh, but yeah, this next guy, Heinz Barwich, the German nuclear physicist who uh, worked on the Soviet atomic bombs okay. and then leaked information to us. Like, oh, we can now make that too. Yeah. What a coincidence. Yeah, there's uh, Otto von Bolschwig, former Nazi spy. I was going to say, that sounds very German. Yeah. Uh, but actually, he says he played a part in the Greek Civil War. Well, there was a Greek Civil War? And a lot of random shit that happened in Europe. Because of the damn Nazis. Uh, oh, where's the woman? I think she was working for the Russians. Adolf Tokachev. Totally not German with the Adolf name. Yeah, no. no Soviet way. electronic engineer. Austrian. Could be. Uh, a lot of them were uh, uh, former Israeli intelligence officials. Oh. Yeah. Uh, KGB defectors and stuff like that. And then they got put on the hit list once all this yeah. information came Yeah, out. so that actually happened a couple times. Is uh, Who the heck was this guy? You betrayed Russia. The Russians actually had a... Uh, a kill squad? Oh, probably. Wouldn't yeah. surprise me. Oh, here we go. Uh, Hedy Massing was an Austrian act actress turned Soviet intelligence operative. I've heard of her actually. Yeah. Uh, but no, there is one guy. This one dude. Let me find his name. He did this one thing. Getting right back. Sorry, my notes are extensive. Extensive and awful at the same time. 34 pages he's fumbling through. 26. Right now. 35. One guy uh, was a. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, Heinz Belfe, a former Nazi officer, became Moscow's most important mole in the Western German intelligence. Exposed over 100 CIA agents. Just there we go. So that was the big thing, was just basically espionage against each other. Yeah. It was a battle of information. Whips. And poison pens. And poison pens. Uh, you're going to enjoy some of these. So these are uh, just some of the surveillance devices used. Uh, a pen. No. <laughs> surveillance and just weird gadgets yeah. by the CIA. Uh, they had the uh, 38 glove pistol. 
it was just a cool. small, yeah, so it was a small pistol, you know, like, uh, yeah. the little short ones from, like, the Old West, they had... A Derringer, yeah. is what you're trying to say. Basically. Hidden in the glove, and so you basically, like, reach in the shake hand, and boom. You have to be <laughs> stupid close for it to work. Because <laughs> they are not... No. There's no barrel, there's no accuracy, you have basically have to be point blank. Like no, that. that's like um, the Russians taking a Mosendot and making it into a pistol. Yeah. So you go from, like, what, a 30... 40-inch barrel to maybe inch, 2-inch barrel? Makes a lot of sense there. Cheap? It is cheap, because they had a lot. Yeah. Uh, Maxwell Smart's Other Shoe. Wait, wait, Other Shoe? They called it the Other Shoe. What's so special about this Other Shoe? Is oh, there was just a small camera hidden in the heel that you could pull out. Yeah. Say, they said saying? it was used, like, a lot. Uh, the Bulgarian umbrella. Okay, a machine it, gun. No, but it does Drama. sound. It sounds either like sounds something cool. really fucking cool or stupid. Or stupid. What is it? Or possibly a sex toy. What did it do? It was just an umbrella that had a small poison dart it could shoot. That's not bad. But only one. That's still not yeah. bad. It's all you need to do. But it contains it ricin. Just, it's discreet. Yeah. That's all that matters. Because then again, if you're like the only one with the umbrella on a sunny day, <laughs> might be a dead giveaway. All right, or it's, it's cloudy, but it's not raining, and it's not supposed to rain. It's a little sus, just a little bit. I don't trust the meteorologists. <laughs> Probably happened. They a lot said, I mean, honestly, all you have to do is a meteorologist say there's a fifty percent chance it's going to rain today, in the middle of winter. Yeah, you're always right. It's fifty. Is it going to happen or not? Uh, the lipstick gun. Okay, I think I know what that one did. They called it the Kiss of Death. That's a much better name than lipstick. I know gun. it sounds so much cooler. It sounds much better. But uh, so the way it makes it sound is that uh, you twist it, was, it one way. Yep, you twist it, but it doesn't say that it that it uh had actual lipstick. It was just a tube. I really hope but it. But it probably looked like lipstick. Yeah, it had the container. Look. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, you would, yeah, you would just twist it and it would fire the bullet. It was a four and a half millimeter. So I could see that be in a Bond movie. I feel like four and a half millimeter. That would be. That's pretty small. Yeah, it's about half the size of a. Well, okay. a nine mil. Yeah, but nine mils really aren't that big. It'd be like. It was a four. Four and a half. I believe it is tiny. It would have to be super tiny. Probably about a twenty-two. <laughs> I mean, you really couldn't have that big of a bullet. You got to have all the firing mechanism and everything. I can't even find a picture of it. That sucks. One of these things, uh, it's called sight unseen. Oh. It's a uh, F twenty one Ammer spy camera. It's uh, on exhibit in Berlin, G uh, Germany. Used by the Stasi. The Stasi. Yeah. Uh, we got photo overdrive. Okay, that just sounds awesome. But what's it do? Uh, it's actually pretty cool for the times. Cause is it Google Maps? No, it's a uh, it's a tool that was really really big. So, uh, yeah, they would hide it in a car door. 
and it would take hidden infrared camera images at night. Oh, that's not bad at all. So you drive by and yeah, that's pretty sweet. That is cool, especially for the times. Because I mean, no, that's awesome. It was Even the like, '60s. Yeah, no. Like when people think spies, they think like James Bond, high tech. But this is where like a lot of uh, the James Bond movies come from. Is all the Cold War espionage and stuff, right? So, but yeah, you think oh, high tech gadgets back then? That was pretty fucking. That was high tech. That's pretty sweet. By the way, that four point five millimeter. Um, it is also the smallest form of a BB or a pellet for BB guns. Holy shit. It's tiny. Well, if you think about it, it'd probably it's, be... It is tiny. I mean, think about work. 8 mil is 315, so half of that would be 316. It's still... So it'd be like 200 thousandths of an inch. It's tiny. Yeah, that's... It's tiny. It's less than a quarter of an inch. I mean, you'd have to be pretty fucking close and hit something soft. Um, shoot him in the neck. Neck, hit the temple, yeah. eye. Oh, eye, maybe, but blind him. Yeah. But, uh, next one is, uh, KGB Disappearing Ink. I think that gives away what it does. Yeah. But, okay, the better question is, how do you see it? Uh, you would, uh, uh, steam it. That's not bad. Yeah. I was thinking like acid, light, heat, so, steam. Oh, steam. Get steam in there. Come back. Take a shower. <laughs> Take a shower, hold this thing. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, right on. And this is where we go. Oh, no, water is getting wet. Uh, the belly buster drill. Okay, that's that just... sounds kind of cool. It sounds dangerous, don't it? It sounds like a torture device. But it is not. It was literally a drill to put holes in rooms to plant listening devices. Why the belly buster? I'm guessing it was hidden maybe in a belt buckle. That'd be the tiniest thing. Yeah. But then it makes sense if you're doing a listening device. You don't want it to be that big. You yeah, you don't. It's discreet. Yeah. Uh, dragonfly insecto thopter. Thopter? Thopter. What the hell is this? What uh, is a thopter? <laughs> all I know is it was classified as a UAV. Unmanned aerial vehicle so it's like a drone yeah uh but it was it contained a camera and it was supposed to look like a dragonfly yeah that's tiny if they actually had that that's pretty sweet back then you could still use that but it also could have been just a small camera to take pictures not like live stream like it It is the gopro before the gopro Uh, the micro dot camera. That sounds familiar. It's just for small little camera they use yeah. for taking pictures of paperwork and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the spy wallet. Sounds like it's so cool, doesn't it? <laughs> it sounds like it's gonna have like a gun in it, flamethrower. Sounds so stupid. It literally just has a camera in it. That's all it is. Yeah. It's just a wallet. It's just a, a wallet with a camera. Like, okay. this even sounds better. An F-21 pocket camera. Okay, that sounds a lot better. It was issued by the KGB. Okay. It was basically a buttonhole camera. Oh, that's yeah. much better. Yeah. It's like, that's something you still see in movies every once in a yeah. while. Yeah. So, I mean, they at least... So, the F-21, I'm pretty sure that's what... 
What other one? Uh, yeah. Sight unseen was an F21 Amherst spy camera, so I wonder if differences between that. Hmm. All right, are you ready for some crazy things the CIA invested money in to try? Well, they didn't do what, like, the Germans... Was it the Germans? Who was that? There's someone that did try to train dogs to go under them, under tanks to blow up. Uh, it was the Germans that did that. It was! Because the Germans are assholes. And it backfired on them because they kept going after their own tanks. Yeah. But uh, it's not that, is it? No, but it is using an animal. I think I've heard of this. Different cat. Yep. Different household animal. And it was kept getting run over. Oh, no. I think it did, didn't it? Oh, no, they just said that cats weren't really listening to what they were told to do. Well, because... no shit, it's a cat! Yeah, so... <laughs> uh, it says here that some of the highest, like, highly trained agents in the 60s for the CIA were cats. It's that called Pro so... Project Acoustic Kitty. This should have been just Project Me... Like, <laughs> Project Meow. <laughs> Project Meow. <laughs> So the best part is that they call it Kitty. Project Acoustic Kitty. Someone was having a very good day. Yeah. And so they put microphones and skull transmitters on these cats. Yeah. Well, they didn't have the technology we do today, and so you had to kind of yeah. hide stuff. But uh, they were trying to get to the Asian head of state, and... Uh, well, they really did because... No, they did their own thing. Cats just kind of wander and lay down. Yeah, they do what they want. Cats do not listen. No, they should uh, have trained something else. Yeah, so, uh, how much do you think Project Acoustic Kitty cost? Ten million. Twenty. <laughs> CIA <laughs> spent twenty million dollars just to find out. At, okay, twenty million at that time. At that time, so in the 60s, so... A lot more money. Inflation, now. that's probably close to 150, 200 million now. I'm not going to Google it. I'm going to say that's probably... A lot of fucking money. A lot of money on cash. So much fucking money. And, yeah, they should have known better. Yeah. I, okay, clearly, everyone that was in this were not cat owners, or they had someone that had a cat that was... Dumb. Really cool. No, really dumb. It just acted more like a dog. Yeah. Maybe they, bark cats too. are like that. There some are cats some are cats like, like that. that. Yeah. But yeah, it's just so funny that they blew that much money just to be like, well, you know, cats really don't listen to us. Well, that backfired tremendously. Back to the drum bar. Back to the studio. And so we're going to save the that one for in the, after this segment uh, or after this next part. Uh -huh. uh, the United States, CIA, really did not like Fidel Castro. No, apparently not, because he hogged all the cigars. <laughs> he, uh, so he was a dictator. He was a dick. Yeah. In communist Cuba. In Cuba. Which also, uh, I saw, I don't know if it's true, I saw it, it was, it was, uh, God, what history, I follow so many historical things. Mm -hmm. and it was a meme saying that, like, Fidel Castro in Cuba ordered, like, $3 million worth of Volvos. No idea. Before the embargo and all that, and then just never paid. No idea. And so they just have a shitload of Volvos hanging out. And I can Cuba. believe it. Maybe yeah. it's a matter of real clever. Yeah. 
But uh, the United States, according to Fidel Castro's counterintelligence guy, which, I mean, he could easily be exaggerating, but at the same time, after reading what I have of the CIA, because after the Freedom of Information Act, you can look at all that shit. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Gerald R. Ford Museum? Uh, on their website has so many documents. Uh, I was reading through 91 pages of uh, CIA depositions about them trying to attack different heads of states. Oh, yeah, it was very, ah, ah. it was very entertaining. And a lot of it's like, hmm, like what happened? <laughs> Why is this blacked out? I want to yeah. know. Why is this redacted? Please. Uh, so, uh, yeah, according to his counterintelligence guy yeah fidel castro survived 634 attempts on his life holy crap we're not gonna go through them all no we're gonna go through some of the stupid ones but also the ones that we only know about because also in the 60s and 70s cia did like to uh destroy documents yes and they weren't always good at destroying them, but they also did destroy a lot of freaking documents. I mean, they did their best. They did their best. And now they're going to come for us because we said that. <laughs> I see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. First one is the exploding cigar that we all learned about That's in high school. That's level shit. Yeah. So, it actually wasn't an exploding cigar. Yeah. How about that? How effective. Uh, well, it wasn't an exploding cigar. It was a poison cigar. But for some reason, it got called an exploding cigar. But the whole thing was that it had a botulinium toxin oh. in it. Okay. So not botulism, but botulinium. I don't know what the hell the difference is. Mm-hmm. But it was so potent that if you just put it in your mouth, dead. I'm guessing it never touched his lips. Well, since he, he lived until 2016 and died at the age of 90, it did not. No, no uh, the CIA actually developed them and everything, you know, in their awesome laboratory that I do have the name of somewhere. And I'm very excited. Oh, there it is. The Technical Services Division, the CIA's Science and Gadgets ah! branch. Like, that. that's somewhere I want to work. I think that'd be so much fun. It's the Q branch. Basically. But, uh, so yeah, they made these contaminated cigars and yeah. they passed it to an unnamed person, which still to this day you have no idea, can't find out who Redacted, it is. They're probably still alive. Uh, and never made it to Fidel. They have no idea where these cigars ended up. Honestly, it probably ended up getting <laughs> sold to some stupid American after the embargo. Like, I bought these cool Cuban cigars. <laughs> no, because that probably would have worked. Yeah, because he was like, Huge cigar guy. Right, massive. Yeah. But uh, he also uh, uh, liked to dive, like snorkeling, diving, and stuff like that. Oh, cool. But he preferred skin dive over wetsuits and everything. But the CIA did develop a wetsuit to give to him. It never left the lab, sadly. What Uh, was this wetsuit going to do? It was giving him a... Skin disease. It had fungus <laughs> in it that was a uh, Madura foot. I'm not familiar, but I'm guessing. Uh, but it's... It, 
eating flesh. Yeah, it, it's a flesh-eating disease. But then they also put tuberculosis in the breathing apparatus. So this, uh, I don't remember who it was, but some guy was like a huge diver and was supposed to be like giving it to him as like a friend gift. And it just was, it just never made it out of the lab. So I wonder well, what it happened to this fungus-filled wetsuit. Well, the thing is, why make the wetsuit when you know he doesn't like using wetsuits? Why do that? Because he prefers the skin dive, but yeah. he would use wetsuits and dive, especially if... Because he hung out with a lot of, like, rich and famous people. I mean, he would have the money to do yeah. it. And so, like, this guy was supposed to be, like, a world-renowned diver and was supposed to give it to him, but they never gave it to him. He never had a chance. Nope. And then uh, uh, the CIA used uh, mafia contacts, you know, for their most wanted list and everything, yeah. to uh, try to influence, because there's a lot of crime, a lot of everything in, uh, in Cuba. And yeah. so the mobs, you know, even Chicago had mob affiliations down in Cuba and everything. I mean, probably, probably still do. I wouldn't but, be surprised. Uh, so they uh, developed these poison pills. Of course they did. It's always poison. It's always poison. Well, you got to make it look natural. The Why thing... not an exploding pill? We'll get to an explosion. Just wait. Wait, what? But uh, the whole thing is, like, I just see them trying to like, keep, like, anonymity, just trying to just <laughs> not be like, we didn't do that. We died. Instead yeah, of actually, yeah. Instead of just blowing them up. No, blow them off. Send a cruise missile there. But it's hilarious because uh, they gave uh, the mafia contacts these pills to give to their guy down there to put into his ice cream. Because Fidel Castro loved his ice cream. Okay, to be fair... Who doesn't? Right. <laughs> well, the lactose intolerant... I still what? like it. Eat sherbet. That's got dairy in it, too. Does it really? I thought yeah. it was sherbet. Nope. Because yeah. <laughs> I love more sherbet, too. I don't know. You're just... Constantly screwed. But yeah, so uh, uh, there's conflicting information about like what happened to these pills. They took them on themselves. Well, no, they, the guy kind of pussied out, didn't want to do it. And so they're saying that either got spilled out in the freezer and they just became unusable, mm-hmm. or the guy just left them in the freezer and didn't put them in the ice cream. Or he threw them in the ocean. Or he could have done that. But uh, next thing. Back to their, uh, his diving. The wetsuit, yeah. The wetsuit. But this was, uh, uh, a thing he wanted to do is, oh, where the hell was it? He wanted to do spear fishing. No. Harpoon fishing. No, it wasn't that. He wanted to do bare-fisted fishing. No. They actually had a name for this. I think it was just called the exploding seashell. Well, the thing is, we are human beings. We give everything well, names. Well, the CIA gives everything a name. We are human beings. We give everything names ourselves. Well, that's true. Innately. We can't help it. We don't like unknown things. Makes a lot of sense. But the CIA literally gives the dumbest names to everything. Because that's how they be like, see, we're doing this. We have this project. Blank. We're working! But this was, I'm pretty sure it's called, like, Project... Exploding seashell. Was it a conch? I don't know. It doesn't say what the seashell was, but their goal was to paint it a very bright color. 
and then put it on top of a bunch of explosives. So he would see it and be like, ooh, pretty. Swim down, grab it, dead. (laughs) So stupid. Yeah, I'm pretty sure <laughs> they said that it never left. Like, like there, that idea never happened. No. That was one that they actually was like, "This is stupid. This That's, is gonna happen. This is so stupid." Yeah. Um... So, okay, here it is. Uh, James Donovan, American, American, who is uh. Negotiating with Castro was actually his like diving guy. Okay. Uh, and that was their idea of he was going to give him the suit. And then this Donovan actually helped negotiate uh, the pilot. Uh, he was actually uh, Tom Hanks' character in British Spies. Oh. Yeah. Cool. You know what was that Donovan guy? I bet the seashell thing would work if he said, like, okay, we're going to be. I went about and I put these different colored seashells on the floor. You find them all, I will give you X amount of prize or something. And with how stupid Fidel was, he'd probably be like, okay. No, like that's one way how that could have worked. Yeah. You can't just do one though. Uh, next one. Yeah. Marita Lauren. Lorenz. Lorenzo? Just Lorenz. Alright. Uh, Fidel Castro's one-time lover, so she only had sex with him once, <laughs> uh, was actually known, uh, I think she was famous. Famous An actress or something. Famous bad actress? <laughs> uh, but they, uh, CIA recruited her to kill him. Well, apparently that didn't work. Yeah, they were, she was gonna poison him. Shocker. Right. Uh, and him. so I think he knew something was up. He didn't. He didn't do nothing to her, except for they made love. But uh, the night she was supposed to kill him, she was with him, and I, he supposedly grabbed a gun, gave it to her, and said, "If you're gonna do it, do it." Ah. And then they had sex. Ah. It's a pretty boss move. Just shoot him. Yeah, but no. she didn't. And uh, no, she really. actually ended up writing a book, too. I think she, releasing all, all Yeah, she probably, like, glossed over some details, talked about the bedroom scene in great detail. Probably. Far more than we all wanted. Because it and sounded like she enjoyed it very much. Oh, God. And then here is your favorite. Exploding? Pens? Poison pen! Poison pen. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they just plan on putting a hypodermic needle into a ballpoint pen. Nothing crazy. Yeah. But, uh, who did they give it? They gave it to, uh, like, a head of state. So then he would be, like, at a meeting with them and be like, <coughs> be like, well, no, basically, like, here, use this pen. Okay. Ow. See, that'd be great. But it didn't happen. God damn it. Yeah. So then, uh, they also decided they were gonna use... LSD and LSD type drugs. On Castro? On Castro. Not to kill him. But to kill his, his like character and his image. Image. Yeah. Basically get him fucked up on drugs. So then he's slurring his words during speeches and all this fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's 
So they uh, kind of dumb. They were gonna spray like his cigar. No, they were gonna spray a room where he like hung out before his speech. Oh, with drugs! But they were like, it's not reliable enough. But yeah, they were gonna. Then they really wanted to give him thallium salts. Don't know what the hell thallium salts are. Thallium. Yeah, I don't know what it. it I don't know what it, where it comes from, what it does, but supposedly it's supposed to make you lose your hair. They were trying to attack his beard. That's his image. His beard was his power image. Well, I can tell you what. Historically, it's been used in rat poisons and insecticides. Alright, so basically strychnine. Yeah. <laughs> Back to our Wild West episode. Oh, dear uh, God. But uh, they were uh, planning on putting it in his shoes. So he was supposed to come to America, I think. Or maybe not America. He was supposed to go somewhere outside of Cuba. And he was staying in a hotel. Russia. And their plan was that when he left his shoes out to get shined, because that's what you did back in the day, uh, they were going to put the salts in his shoes. and then, But then they just never did that. Of course not. They would... They didn't have the initiative. No. CIA is a bunch of cowards, but... CIA is a bunch of cowards, because <laughs> this branches in with the LSD and everything to our next awesome part of Cold War espionage in CIA. What would that be? MK Ultra. That sounds like a, something from a movie. It really is. <laughs> they made a... I don't know how long ago it was, but they made an actual documentary on it and everything. But it was basically using psychotropic drugs like LSD and... It was LSD... Uh, crap. A couple other drugs mm-hmm. that uh, they would just give to people to yeah. try mind control, the truth serum... Oh, that's a thing. Break them. But basically... Uh, after World War II, CIA recruited all these German scientists and stuff that were doing similar mind control stuff, and and they're funding them to enhance it or basically, it. yeah, yeah, uh, to give them high doses of this stuff without consent. It was a it's a huge thing because it was a lot of uh, military veterans and stuff. They did it too. Mm-hmm. CIA operatives, they did it too. Uh, they didn't get consent by anybody. They just kept doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it. Uh, it was like MK Delta, Ultra. What was the other one? Medical knowledge. Um. Well, well it's just MK was just their like program name. Well, it had to be an abbreviation. Yeah, it was their abbreviation of something. But they just kept uh, MK often, MK Chickwit. <laughs> yeah, there was a bunch of different frick. Like this is a, it was a huge thing. Yeah. Uh, MK uh, Ultra was preceded by two other projects called Project Bluebird and Project Artichoke. Didn't really dive into what those were after, but it was they. It was basically working with the the army and everything for biological warfare. Why an artichoke? Though? I don't know, but. Started, I think, in the 50s. Yeah, 53. CIA so, uh, actually like started a brothel 
think it was in San Francisco. <laughs> so their idea was is that these people using the brothel aren't going to talk because they don't want people knowing they're in a brothel. They're in a brothel. Right. So they're perfect test subjects. So they would get these guys in there, freaking get them high as shit, film them having sex with the prostitutes and everything, and then they do it to them too. But they just they just tested LSD and all these psychotropic drugs just to try to see uh, what's the big one that people DMT. I think Joe Rogan's big on DMT. I think I've heard of it. Yeah. It's supposed to like reset your brain. But a lot of uh, a lot of this was just LSD. At one point, they tried buying ten kilograms of LSD. Yeah, ten milligrams or ten kilograms of LSD, which is enough for a hundred and oh no, just a hundred million doses of LSD. That's a lot. I think that's more than enough. But they bought it from a, a laboratory in uh, Switzerland. I don't think they really knew that it was like the drug it is now. I think it was just more of a well, they were, it was new. They're testing yeah. it yeah. like cocaine. But they children. wanted to be because basically they were trying to buy it all. Yeah, they wanted to be like the owners of LSD. LSD. Uh, but they just they were just trying to branch off of the Nazis mind control and all this to try to either find ways to uh, get spies they capture to break yeah. try to see how much they can, their guys could take, because they all thought that uh, the Soviet Union had the same stuff no not I mean not per se LSD but it's similar, similar tactics and so that's that was basically the Cold War in a, in a nutshell. Yeah. It was just hearsay. Oh, I heard they have this. Oh, shit, we better make, see, make sure we have that. Oh, I heard they have that. Oh, crap. I heard they fired their nukes. We should fire our nukes. Basically. Yeah. And so, especially with all the espionage and everything going on, they just wanted to make sure that was their goal, was to see how much their guys could handle, see what they could do, and it got... To the point, I think it was like 20 years this stuff happened. <laughs> and... They made 20 years of drug addicts. Basically. And they also would use drug addicts. Promising them, like, heroin if you do this. Which I feel like they'd just be fine with the LSD. I've never done either, so I just don't know. Yeah, I would have no idea but, uh, either. They did, uh, like, uh, war vets, uh, mental patients, prisoners own CIA operatives, army, like, current military personnel, uh, the drug de uh, drug uh, addicts and prostitutes was basically their whole gist of who they tested on. But, uh... So the people that people in society wouldn't care as much about. Yes. Basically. And the whole thing with the MK Ultra is the CIA knew they were doing seedy shit. <laughs> and so, uh, in 1973, uh, CIA director at the time, Richard Helms, ordered, because they were being investigated and everything, he ordered the, them to destroy anything related to MKUltra. So the very little that we have now, because they've made multiple documentaries and everything of it, yeah. the very little bit that we have now 
like imagine what the rest because they said they almost destroyed all of it yeah 20, 20 years of data but uh here uh here's some of the uh they said they had like 150 funded like sub research projects so like they would actually like farm out the stuff to like universities and stuff like that I mean that's smart yeah okay. so uh they were trying to do uh, mind-altering substances. Okay. So here's some of the examples of the pro, like the sub-projects they were looking for, like what they wanted. So they want a substance which will promote illogical thinking and impulsiveness to, to the point of where a recipient wouldn't be discredited in public. So basically, ADD. <laughs> basically, get them so fucked up they're like, "There's dragons." LSD. Yeah. And so then they're like, okay, you can't trust them. They're crazy. But their goal was to use that on political leaders. Right. Like Castro. Yeah, like Castro. Uh, the materials that will prevent and counteract the intoxication effect of alcohol. So basically, we're going to give you this stuff, or this pill, or whatever, and you're just not going to get drunk. It will make you immune to alcohol. Take it anytime you feel like it. Or materials that will promote the intoxication effect. So you're going to take this pill and you're going to get fucked up. Have a sip of beer (laughs) plastered on the floor. Yeah, basically. So So basically basically enhance the poison. Yeah, so they they had a pill that would protect their guys so they could drink all night with all these drunks. Get all the information. Or have pills that would Why make you spill the beans now? right away. Oh, it'd be kind of nice having an anti-drunk pill. Yeah, I would not mind that at all. Uh, materials uh, produce and signs and symptoms of recognized diseases in reversible ways, so they could be used for malingering. So, like cancer. Yeah, they want to give you something curable, but something that. Like, it doesn't appear to be true. Yeah, that would mess with you, though. So they'd be like, oh, we're going to give them, like, Parkinson's. COVID. COVID. <laughs> yeah. The flu. The flu. Basically. So it'd be like, they have stuff that they could treat it with, but... They're not really doing it. It'd be reversible, so... Yeah. Uh, material that r- render the induction of hypnosis easier. I feel like that'd just be alcohol. Probably. (laughs) Get someone drunk and they believe anything. Right. Uh, So, uh, substances to enhance the ability of individuals to withstand privatization, torture, and coercion during the interrogation of so-called brainwashing. Okay, um, poison pill. So, yeah. In the mouth. There you go. Freaking, uh, cyanide. There we go. So, uh, physical disablement. Basically, a pill to paralyze you. That's not bad. This is a fun one. Uh, substances that will produce pure euphoria with no subsequent letdown. Just something that makes you feel so fucking good. And you never come down from it. Substances that will lower the ambition and general working efficiency of men when 
when administered in undetectable amounts. Booze. <laughs> Knockout pill. Why would you need a knockout pill, per se? That's just um, anesthesia. Basically. Anesthesia in a pill form. So, uh, in uh, 1976, uh, they were, there was a committee made before that to, like, kind of look into this stuff. Yeah. And the MK Ultra slash Delta were the part of big drug programs, and they were only used to aid in interrogations is what they were saying, but... Allegedly. Allegedly. It was not. It ended up doing all this bad shit. See, this is how you get conspiracy theorists born right here. <laughs> yeah. Well, because, I mean, they're not going to tell you the truth of what they were doing. Yeah. Unless you give them their own medicine. Damn, then they will. Yeah. Well, they're like, oh, we have a counter for that. Like, God damn it, I need the counter to the counter. So... There is multiple MK projects. Yeah. Uh, MK uh, <laughs> often. So these this was MK search was the overall project for these two. Basically, it was search. research. Oh, research. 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 But it was okay. MK search. But the MK often was uh, the drug testing, the toxicology, and all that. Then the MK chickwit. Chickwit. I, I want to know what the chickwit. Like I want to know who the fuck chickwit. Sounds like a restaurant. Yeah. But uh, that was for basically spying on other countries and going to other countries to see what drugs they had. And possibly procuring or acquiring their drugs. So the uh, CIA documents that they found, uh, they spent roughly $10 million on MKUltra. You would think it'd be more than that. Uh, but that was in 53 to 70 whatever so 20 years back then 10 million was a lot then you would still think so it was roughly 87.5 million adjusted for inflation I would still expect it to be higher they didn't take their drugs that seriously I'm disappointed <laughs> well also LSD might have been cheaper back then that is a possibility too because they probably didn't see it as more of a negative consequence at the time yeah, so it was LSD 25 was the drug a specific was, one is the specific drug just to see what they could figure out from the Soviet spies. So there's 24 other ones. Got yeah. It. And so uh, they did the same with their own guys just to see how much they could take before they started spilling and stuff like that. But yeah. yeah the Freedom of Information Act kind of, I think, put an end to all that. Or at least them well, documenting it. For that. <laughs> because right, but isn't it they can only release stuff after like so many so years? So many years, yeah. Yeah. I think. Like we were supposed to know about... JFK. Oh, really? I thought it was coming up. Freedom of information. Yeah, I'm positive JFK was supposed to be coming up pretty soon. applies to federal agencies does not provide the right to access records held by Congress, the courts, or other state or local agencies. Interesting. 
So the only, there's uh, three exemptions, exclusions to the Freedom of Information Act. Still alive. Classified national defense and foreign relations information. Okay. Nukes. Nukes. Spies. Yeah. Information that they can't do. Uh, internal agency personnel rules and practices. That's quite broad. So we can't have the CIA's HR handbook? Why not? I don't kind of want that. I want to know who does their taxes. <laughs> and it's the federal government. <laughs> I want to know. So uh, then I'm like, please do mine. <laughs> get it right. Uh, exemption 3. Information that is prohibited from disclosure by another federal law. I feel like NDAs, maybe? Something, yeah. So, something protected. But, yeah, the, yeah, the MK Ultra. Yeah, said, uh... Oh, the sad thing is that it was 20,000 documents. Was or is? It, that's what we received after the Freedom of Information Act. And there was so much destroyed. So imagine how much there well, actually the, was. Or what they did. You yeah. have to, like, talk to someone that actually is still alive that did it. Like, alright, we want to do an interview. I think they're doing a, a lawsuit. Money. Let's see how that goes. Good luck. Yeah. I don't think that's going to go anywhere. But yeah, they said that uh, all this stuff actually happened in uh, Japanese facilities and Nazi concentration camps. Excuse me? Yeah. Like the, the mind control, mind altering stuff. In concentration camps. Yeah. And internment camps. Yep. Huh. Okay. Yeah, so. Uh, it's in front of you. I didn't know I flipped that far back. But, uh. uh yeah, so it was April 1953 is when MK Ultra started. So, kind of before Cold War leaked into Cold mm-hmm. War. It was just the CIA doing something stupid. They're just having fun. They, they were having a little bit more than fun. Yeah. Said, uh, uh, they gave uh, LSD to a mental patient in Kentucky for 174 days straight. Oh. Oh my God. Yeah. That's a first off. That's a lot of fucking LSD. Second, that dude's mind is broken. <laughs> Fried. I mean, who knows what he was actually in the mental institution already for? Yeah, yeah their way was uh, their main goal was to make like a robot agent. Basically, someone just impervious to anything. Just give them orders and go. Couldn't do the mind tricks on them and anything. They just wanted to test everything. Kind of silly. It is kind of silly, but I mean, it is. CIA. You think they'd be cooler? No, there's a bunch of nerds that like to destroy their own crap. Yeah. So, looking down, I found the name of the operation. Which one? Of when they set up all the brothels in San Francisco. I forgot about the name. Operation Happy Hour. That's not bad. Not bad. Operation Midnight Climax. Ha! <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, I watched documentary something on it, 
I remember the CIA agents that originally ran it because I can't remember what the name of the guy was. Or is. Or is. I'm pretty sure he's dead. You don't know that. You don't have was, a dossier. I think, I think he was in his 30s and 50s. You don't know that. But, uh, he, uh, so these brothels, they had a two, uh, one-way mirror set up in all these rooms, so they recorded all the sessions, and, yeah, basically they just filmed a bunch of people having sex, and they're like, this is research. I feel like it was just a, a bunch of pervs. Yeah, it's a pervert. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, fuck it. We got our own film now. This is start a porn hub. Oh, my God. I wish, wish I could find the guy's name. That's gonna bother me. It was like, pretty sure it was a group of like four or five guys starting out. That sounds like perverts. Yeah, that came up with the idea for this, and then just kind of went wild with it. Yeah. trying new things we uh with my new house we have a room in the basement that's basically the podcast studio right and it's a work in progress we got a big table now and we're just trying to see what will be the best way to record for us why do i always do this so fast 
You haven't really looked around. I mean, I have only looked around here. I didn't look here. So eventually, uh, plan is to uh, live stream these. And once we, we get through, the, yeah. Yeah. yeah, once we get through the, the room all finished, right? Deck it out. Yeah. Make it so we don't hear the creaking of the furnace. People walking around. Yeah. A cat caterwauling. Nothing like that. Yeah. Nothing but silence and heavy breathing from us. Nothing but silence. Hopefully from us. <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, wrap things up now. Uh, make sure you do go to our Instagram page. It is Historical Blunders Podcast. If you have any suggestions or want to make any comments, you may do that there. Yep. Uh, uh, there should be links to all of our our stuff on there. We are on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible. Or Amazon? Yep. Nice. And Spotify. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so if you do go on there, uh, on any of the listening outlets, uh, make sure you give us five stars. Leave Please. comments. It does help us. Share it as well. Share it as much as you can. We really would appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Grease, way to keep us in the top 200 of the podcasts. Pretty sure there's only like. Are there any seriously because of the. Oh, I don't for know. Grease? For Grease. There's probably like 202 or like 192. I don't care. I'll take it. It's we'll a take win. it. Sounds good. Yeah. So, shout out to all the countries, actually. We have multiple countries that have been listening. India. Shout out to our Indian listeners. We appreciate it. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why. It's just. Because then, like, for our area, it's like, are you, do you mean Native American? Or yes, do you we mean are Indian? in America. So, uh, Canada, yeah. thanks. Spain, Norway, Sweden, UK, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is still a surprise. Yeah, and Ukraine. Ukraine. I mean, we're on the same side. Fuck Russia. Fuck Russia. Well, fuck the Russian diplomats. The people are fine. Okay, yeah. We'll clarify that. Yes. <laughs> Just because most of you probably still have family in Russia. Well, the other thing is, too, it's like, we hate our own politicians. We do. So that's how it works. Yeah. We, we do not like politicians here. No, we do not. But, yes, so shout out to all the countries. We appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Like us. Follow us. Leave comments. So, my name's Nate. My name's Drew. Thanks for listening to Historical Blunders Podcast.